One of the bigger questions, kind of, you know, facing this all, this season coming up, is which players are going to get contract extensions? Which players that were brought into the team or drafted by Ryan Pace will Ryan Poles extend and keep on the team long term? We're going to go over the odds of the players that could do that. We're also going to talk about the top trading candidates of players on this roster in the 2023 season that could be moved by the trade deadline. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow me right off the top at CEO Hayes. That's CEO H-A-I-Z-E. We want to thank you guys for the support over the course of the weekend. We know NBA is kind of the focus right now uh, with the offseason, but you guys showed out and supported all the mailbag episodes and the live stream on Sunday, and we appreciate you guys for turning out and supporting the channels. We keep giving the number one daily Bears content on the on the platform of YouTube and on podcasting. But with that said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So one of the articles from Ritty City Gridiron uh, the, over the course of this weekend was the odds of Ryan Pace players to receive a second contract from the new uh, uh, president of the team, Ryan Poles. And I thought this was an interesting, you know, conversation to have to bring to you guys to see how you guys feel about it. Um, we, we talked about a lot of these guys before, but, you know, we're going to kind of put it all in condense it in one place and talk about their odds to and their chances of getting a new contract from Ryan Poles. And we're going to start off with the guy that I absolutely know and better goddamn well not get another contract from Ryan Pace, Ryan Poles, I should say, and that is Kendall Vador. Kendall Vador got to go. It's just, that's just it. Kendall Verdor got to get his ass the hell up out of there. When you look at Kyler Gordon, when you look at Tyreek Stevenson, even when you look at Terrell, like, when you look at the players that we've brought into this roster, it, it's, it's, it's evident. Kendall Verdor's time in a Chicago Bears uniform has come to a goddamn end. This is probably the last season, if he even makes it to the regular season, and it better be. Get Kendall Verdor off my goddamn team. That's my thought process on it. I know not everyone's going to agree with it. And, hey, I know some people still look at Kendall Verdor all, all, you know, uh, bias aside and say that maybe he could turn it around. Maybe with improvements on the defense. I have no hope for Kendall Verdor at all. I don't want to see him. I don't want to look at him. I don't want – I don't give a damn about Kendall Verdor. Get Kendall Verdor up off my team. That's my thought process. You guys can let me know. Next one up, Larry Bourne. Um, and so, you know, they already list, – they listed him as a long shot on this article on Bears Wire, um, and they said that he's very replaceable. Now, the way that I see Larry, uh, Larry Borum is we know now that he's not a starter. That question, that experiment is gone, over with, done with. Larry Borum does not start at all. But when you look at it, they've still been using Larry Borum in a lot of different positions on that offensive line in training camp. But I still do think, especially with you know depth pieces and, and players progressing, Larry Borum's time may also be at it in there. I'm not going to bet on him to get another contract from uh, Ryan Poles myself. Next up, Cario Santos. Now, it's difficult with kickers to evaluate. The guy, we talked about him on Sunday's live stream, just how much money he's making. He's the 15th overall paid kicker. And when you look at the fact that we brought in undrafted kicker, uh, Schmidt, I think is his name, Andre Schmidt is his name. And with kickers, unless you're one of the top three to five, it seems like you're always a chance to be replaced. When you look at Santos, 31 years old, uh, he has a slight uh, history of injuries. And, you know, when you look at the, the 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 competition we already brought in for him, the mixed extra points, yes, he was automatic at some times. But I do think that Santos could be on his way out. I'm going to bet more so that he does not get his second contract with the Chicago Bears 
than he does. Next up, Travis Gibson. This is a guy that I think highly of, right, in the sense that I think he's going to show some things this season with the improved defensive line like he showed the last time we had a solid defensive line. But best believe, I understand also that there is an absolute chance that in the, with him being in the final year of his rookie deal, he could be on his way out, especially when you look at some of the talent that we've brought in, right? Uh, Dominique Robinson, they still seem to, to feel pretty highly on him as well. Yeah, we brought in Walker, things like that. If we go after a veteran uh, edge, whether it be before the season start or the trade deadline, I, I'm going to say this. I'm leaning more towards Gibson getting another contract, but it's contingent upon him getting five to seven sacks this season. If he hits that number, I'm going to lean more towards he does. If he doesn't, yes, I know he's still young. I know he still has a lot of upside. I can absolutely see him going away. Next one, uh, Dieter uh, Eastland. Uh, and here's what I'll say with this one. This guy is, a, is another uh, Ryan Pace uh, player, uh, undrafted free agent that came into the team. But uh, I don't know. I still think he hasn't played a lot of, hasn't had a lot of playing time. But I do think that there's a chance that he could potentially maybe as a depth piece. But again, I'm going to say I'm going to lean towards more likely than less likely. But even then, I still don't feel too extremely confident on it. Next up, Cody Whitehair, the guy who's been here for for a while. Uh, we know that he, last time uh, he started at center, he was a Pro Bowl uh, player at that point in time. I'm going to say that again, considering. It depends on the contract, right, and how he performs at center, right? Uh, he has two years uh, remaining on his contract. Uh, so, you know, if he'll be on the team in 2024, but as far as after that, I don't know. I don't know if I feel confident with him being on the th team in 2025. I don't think he gets another contract with the Chicago Bears personally because I hope by then we have our long-term center at that point and the money that Whitehair would get. Uh, but, again, I can see a world in which it's happening. Next up, Eddie Jackson. You guys know, I think Eddie Jackson's coming back. I, I, I just think he, he was reinvigorated by the young players coming into this team on that secondary. Him and Jaquan Brisker, uh, Eddie Jackson seemed like he was on pace to, to be a Pro Bowl player again. Uh, yes, we know uh, he'll be 30 years old at the end of this season, um, but I think that he still, you want to have veterans around where you can, and even if the Bears do go out and get a replacement for him, maybe in next year's draft, something like that, I still think Eddie Jackson stays uh, sticks around for a little while. So I think he's going to get an another contract. I don't think he's going to be an extremely long contract, but I absolutely can see Eddie Jackson getting another contract with the Chicago Bears. Next up, Khalil Herbert. This is one of the harder ones to gauge, right? Because we've seen now Ryan Poles let David Montgomery go. He also drafted Roshan Johnson, got Dante Foreman on a one-year deal. Running back is one of the more easily replaceable uh, positions now in the, NB in the NBA. Yeah. You got a running back in the NBA, you're doing pretty damn good uh, in the NFL. And so because of that, I, I, I want to say no, but like to me, Khalil Herbert and what he's got, 5.7 uh, yards per carry average last season, which was great. If he can continue to perform and grow and actually be utilized in the running, in the passing game, I can still see him being that compliment to Roshan Johnson, who I do think is eventually going to be the running back one at some point. You also don't want to overlook Dante Foreman, but there's just something about Khalil Herbert. I believe that Khalil Herbert, as he continues to develop, he is going to stay on this team for a little while. I think he's going to get another deal with the Chicago Bears. Next up, Tevin Jenkins. I, listen, Tevin Jenkins, I think that this team believes in him. I know there's always rumor that they don't believe him as much, but when I look at how they move him around, that offensive line, always making sure that they give him a position, putting him... I, I, I like Tevin Jenkins' chances to get another contract here. Um, and so when you look at just how he's, how he's grown, how he's developed, one of the best offensive linemen we had last season, even though the offensive line did not perform overall good, 
But I do think that he's going to get there. I think the Bears are going to commit to him. I think he's going to show enough, especially now changing sides. I think he's going to show a lot for the Chicago Bears. I'm better on Tevin Jenkins getting another contract with the Chicago Bears. The next trio of players, right, four players, Jalen Johnson, Darnell Mooney, Cole Komet, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is getting another. Don't even worry about that. He's getting another deal. Cole Komet, he's getting another deal as well. I fully believe he's going to have another breakout season, even more so. You guys know I've said I think he's going to break out to the sense that he is going to be looked at as one of the best tight ends in the game by the time it's all done. That leaves Darnell Mooney, Jalen Johnson, and here's where I'll say. Darnell Mooney and Jalen Johnson are both actually in the next topic that we're going to get into, players that could be traded by the trade deadline. But I still think that if we're just talking about strictly if they stay on this Bears team, I think they're both going to – like, Darnell Mooney, his chemistry with Justin Fields already gives him a leg up. I think him moving back to a more natural position, getting to play off DJ Moore, I think he's going to show a lot. I think he's going to earn a contract. Jalen Johnson is the biggest question here, right? Is that what is, I think it comes down to the value him and his agent try to get, right? When you look at uh, cornerbacks getting paid upwards of $20 million per year, I don't think he's going to get that. But I think he can get anywhere between $13 and $15 million a year. But it all comes down to he has to perform this year. I, I know a lot of Bears fans po- point out the lack of getting interceptions. I've always said that's not a biggest concern for me. I want to see him improve on the man defensive side, and maybe interceptions come with that. If Jalen Johnson comes in and performs, C-Dub had a hot take this past Sunday's live stream saying that he doesn't even think Jalen Johnson may be a starter by the end of the season. So we'll see with that. But I think that Jalen Johnson is going, if we're talking about just strictly is or is not, I think that he's probably going to get another contract. But I do think that there is a chance that he could be moved by the trade deadline, which moves us into our next topic. The top candidates to be moved by the trade deadline from the Chicago Bears, and I only have three players on this list. It's Jalen Johnson, Travis Gibson, and Darnell Mooney. We're going to walk through the whys. Jalen Johnson, for everything that we just seen, much like with the uh, Roquan Smith contract uh, conversations, is not as bad. he's not as bad of a prima donna or anything like that. I don't get that from Jalen Johnson. But the Bears may absolutely see, if they can't get agreed to a number, let's get the value for him while we can, let's move him at the trade deadline. i absolutely seen that be a potential just by the nature of the contract negotiations. And as we've seen with Ryan Poles, value if he feels he can get some type of value rather than letting you walk away for free as as David Montgomery did I think that he could be a candidate to be moved by the trade deadline next up Travis Gibson I think that again kind of like we talked about in the last segment if Travis Gibson does not perform I do think that there may be some teams that are interested in his potential depending on what their defensive line makeup could be right and even if he does if Travis Gibson comes out and gets a handful of sacks by the trade deadline the Bears could be looking at it and say, hey, we don't necessarily factor him into our long term. We don't want to pay him, so let's go ahead and move him. I think that that's a uh, that's a uh, a chance, too. And then the long shot, I want to be clear here, long shot, is Darnell Mooney. And only because of if the Bears, if that Carolina pick specifically, if Carolina falters, does not look like a good team, and the Bears think that they are going, going to get a high pick from that Carolina Panthers pick in which they can get a Marvin Harrison Jr., I can absolutely see them moving Darnell Mooney by the trade deadline and getting some type of value back. And if he if he does disappoint, I don't think he will. I I, fair, I have faith in that. But I do think that there is a chance of that. I'm saying a small chance, very small chance. So, you know, I, I think that those, those three players are the biggest candidates to be. Let me know what you guys think. Do you think there are any other candidates? Do you think Eddie Jackson, anybody else who's kind of a veteran and maybe going into a contract situation, do you think that there is a chance that the Chicago Bears move them by the trade deadline. Let me know what you guys think on that down below.
But before we go and end the show today, I want to talk about a little bit about Chase Claypool, who there's been so much surrounding Chase Claypool and his mindset, his motor, his motivation, all that. And he didn't necessarily snap back 100%, right? But there was a tweet from a fan that tweeted this. Chase Claypool representing the Bears in UK, helping grow the game. Where are all the articles about this? Chase Claypool quote tweeted and said this. Unfortunately, it doesn't fit the narrative. It was a privilege to teach these kids the game of football and watch their love for the sport grow. Thank you to the Chicago Bears and the NFL for making it happen. Can't wait for next year. I've always said this, and I said this yesterday. I'm going to say this every time. The adversity coming the Chicago Bears' way, the doubt coming the Chicago Bears' way, I hope that those, that these players on this team, that this us as a franchise, are able to internalize it and turn it into motivation for next season. And I'm telling you, if they do, Chase Claypool has every reason to be motivated and to wake up and to try to outperform all the expectations around him next season. Yes, the contract's there, the doubt's there, just to win football games. And if that happens, we're going to benefit the most from it. And I, and I hope that every player, you know, the CBS Sports saying that Matt Eberflus is the worst coach in the NFL, the Tremaine Edmonds uh, uh, being the most overrated linebacker, we always talk about that, the Chase Claypool doubt, the doubt around Justin Fields, right? All that, everything. Let's internalize all of it, and yes, let's use it for fuel and motivation to knock some goddamn heads off this season. That's my thought. That's my time. This has been another daily episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearscentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes on Fridays and Saturdays, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like like 10 every episode on. Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break, break, media. media. media.